And this is the Dementor Files. Hey guys, it's Julie and it's Raquel. Welcome, welcome to the Demented Files. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. That's all I'm gonna say. We're ADD leads. <laughs> yeah. That should be our motto. Right, that should right, be on a shirt. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you with your bowl cut, looking up at the light. <laughs> yeah. Oh, did you like that picture? I did, and me with the alien. Did you, you like your new, up. your new boyfriend? I did. Yeah, I, I figured. Did. I was like, I think you you'd like that a yeah. lot. Tom was like, I was like, she's gonna fucking kill me. I did that when I was in bed. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> so what happened is I got this random app. Uh huh. And what did I get it for? Oh, I got it to like manifest stuff so uh-huh. i was like putting things together on uh-huh. like photoshopping and you manifested like, me with an alien <laughs> yeah manifested you with an, <laughs> an alien boyfriend <laughs> so i was like that's why i asked you i was like i didn't want to start fucking with you without telling you first. no that shit is funny so i was like i loved it that was great <laughs> and i was like show tom and i'm there i'm so giddy i was like, ah. I, was like so I should make happy. that my profile picture that on ig so funny hell yeah he's like apparently he showed your boyfriend and he was like, you need to take that app away from her. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, whatever. He hate her. <laughs> he hated on, on, on Raquel's new boyfriend. Right? That's why. That's why. Shit. <laughs> we extraterrestrial. Yeah. <laughs> so we- how you doing today? Well, on the outside, I'm great. Yeah. On the inside, I'm burning fire hell. Oh. I fucking hate everyone. But I'm here. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm You're dealing with all that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's bullshit. It is. I just don't like. I don't do well with socializing, and oh, I have. Okay. I'm forced to socialize. Really? Yeah. I mean, oh. anytime you work, like unless you work alone, it's just like I have a really. Some days I have a hard time with that, you know. Mm. And I just, I really just want to be alone. I don't want other energy around me, and yeah, it's just tough. like I analyze everything and everyone, and it's like a curse because it's like then I end up hating everyone. And yeah. it's like, I just don't, I'm yeah. just not a people person. So I'm like screaming inside like, ah, wow. you know, but yeah, yeah, I'm okay though. I'm good. It's yeah. Friday. So I'm happy. Okay. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> and you were going to, you were going to discuss what happened today during lunch, Oh, right? Duncan. So, okay. So first of all, <laughs> disclaimer, I have my second fucking period this month and I'm just being really open with you guys. I have my second period this month because of the stupid oh, medicine my doctor God, put me on. I'm so sorry. And it's not that. even like birth control. Usually, you know, birth control makes you do that. No, this yeah. is just like a random fucking diuretic that just yeah. makes you get your period That's more crazy. than once. I hate my period. So I right. would not want to have it twice. I'm saying, you Fuck. know? Yeah. And so I'm like, on lunch, I was like, you know, I really, really want something sweet. I kind of low-key want like glazed donuts. So Mm -hmm. I'm like, fuck it. Duncan's right there. Okay. So I go up to the drive-thru because I was too lazy to go in. And I was like, you know, hey, good afternoon. Can I get a French vanilla colada with Mm. whipped cream? Yum. Okay. Yeah, girl, pull up. Okay. Thank you. (laughs) So I pull up and like nobody comes out. And then she's like, you just wanted the colada with whipped cream, right? And I'm like, yeah. And she's like, you didn't want any flavoring? I said, I want, yeah, I want a French vanilla culotta with whipped cream. Oh, so you like, you didn't want any syrup or flavoring or anything? And I'm like, yes. 
I want a French vanilla colada with whipped cream, please. Very simple instruction. And then at that point, I'm like, fuck, they're going to give me, I don't even know what they're going to give me. (laughs) Like, this is just the simplest, like, I'm not even saying I want like a cold brew with six creams, three and a half sugars and a dash of Splenda. Uh Like, I'm telling you, I want a French vanilla fucking colada with whipped cream. And it was like geometry to them. And I'm like, you know what? Just give me some fucking donuts, please. Oh. No, I did get the colada. It tasted like shit. But. Ah. Come on. Boycotting that yeah. Duncan now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You yeah, can't so, go there. But it's okay. I got my donuts and those okay. were decent. So well, we, we live up here. So, you know, you, there's Dunkin' Donuts like every two miles. Yes. So just go to the next one. I'm going one to the next over. one. Yeah. Yes. How are you? I'm good. Not yeah. bad. I yeah. did a lot of research on what I'm going to be talking about today. It's going to be interesting. I think I think I'm going to have you saying holy fuck a couple of times, which mm-hmm. would be awesome. But I like, hope. how are you, though? Mm, I'm good. Yeah. yeah you're yeah. feeling good? I can't complain. Yeah. Okay. I mean, well, oh, you want to yell at me. I know what this is. About the water? Yeah. You want to yell at me. So- I mean, no, <laughs> I see that you're making healthy choices. <laughs> no, I'm not. What are you talking about? What do you mean? You just, I offered you stuff and you said water. Yeah. Is it because you didn't want me to yell at you? No, I should be drinking my water. I didn't drink any water today, so. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Raquel's going to beat me up. <laughs> mm. Do you guys remember a few stories ago when we talked about how it was like 96 degrees during my tag sale and she rolled up with a fucking orange soda? And I was like, you need to be drinking water. And she's like, no, I don't. This is hydration for me. And I'm like, no, it's not. You need to drink water. And then she's like, I have a headache. And I'm like, it's probably because you didn't have water. (laughs) Well, the lack of water has caught up to her in a few ways. So yeah, I had a rough week last week. I I had to go to the ER and I I was diagnosed with kidney stones. (laughs) It's all the fucking orange soda that this chick drinks. Yeah, I have, I have kidney stones. So I've been I've been good though. I've been drinking a lot of water. Today's the first day I didn't have a lot of water. I don't even believe you. Yeah, you can believe. I wouldn't lie to you. Okay. I wouldn't lie to you. All right. I just didn't. It was today because you know what? Because what? When I take Powerades to work, I'm just I love Powerade. All right. Well, I guess Powerade has electrolytes in it, so I'll. It's better than orange soda. All right. Yeah. I'll no, give no, you. No, a I haven't. S- yeah. I'll give you a pass. I've been pretty good. I haven't drank a lot of soda or anything. I've taken sips here and there, but nothing crazy. Okay. Yeah. Well, I've been drinking a lot of juice. I'm not even going to lie. I've been drinking. I found this new juice by, I think it's Ocean Spray. You know, the one that makes like the crayon grape. I love anything crayon mixed with something else. Oh, you like it? Usually it's so good. And Mm. they have this crayon watermelon. (gasps) I love watermelon. Bro. Mm. Bro. That juice is orgasmic on your tongue nice like very good nice like i'm going grocery shopping tomorrow and i'm buying a few of them fuck yeah and i'm just gonna drink them and i had never never really seen that one before and i don't think it's new but when i tried it i was like oh my god this shit is crazy like better than cran grape and cran grape is like top tier oh my god so this is like super top tier okay do they have a cran mango they probably do I wonder. They probably I've do. I've never seen it. I never go in the juice aisle. I just go and get Powerades or Gatorades, but I love juice. See, really I good. have, I don't know, something with drinks. If it ta- I can taste the salt in those. Oh, in the Powerades and the yeah. Gatorades? Yeah, the electrolytes. Yeah, you I just could it. taste it. And mm-hmm. before they put me on all this stuff, I couldn't taste it. Like, oh, I wow. used to love the white Gatorade, like the the cherry. Oh, yeah. No, oh, I could taste it in that. Really? I can. Yeah, Tom loves those. I yeah. like that one. I like the That's cherry flavor. That's like my flavor. favorite. It's like gross. Cher- eh, cherry, fake cherry flavors, I don't like, but I like real cherries. Yeah. Like the natural flavor. Yeah. Yeah. But. Okay, so what are we talking about today, girl? <laughs> so today we're going to do volume mm-hmm. two. For reincarnation. Yeah. Yes. It's so interesting today. Yeah. I hope everybody is going to be as excited and interested as I am. And if you aren't, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> 
Leave that Raquel in there too. is on fire today. Don't edit that out. I won't. I meant that from my soul. Yeah, I know. I won't. Okay. I won't. You're Good. fiery today and I accept it. Thank you. It's okay. Thank you for loving me for <laughs> yes. who I am as a person. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's all right. I feel your hostility a little bit, but I Do know. Do you feel it? I know it. where it's coming from. So it's fine. Dude, my energy is so strong. I yeah. hate that about myself. I cannot hide my energy. No. Like even if my face doesn't show it, my energy is strong and I can't stand that shit because it's like, damn, just because I'm pissed off doesn't mean I want the world to know about it. But I'm yeah. like a human. Like that is part of human emotion. Yeah, for some reason, I'm very empathetic to you though yeah like i, I noticed that i can read that like through text and stuff i noticed that about yeah. you and that's because you love me and i love you too because yeah. you know what i noticed like the second time that we hung out uh-huh. i was trying to mask it and you were like is everything okay mm-hmm. like something seems off yeah and i really was masking it like i'm wow i was really masking it and i'm yeah. like god damn like how the fuck does this bitch know that <laughs> i don't want to talk about my feelings yeah, yeah you know right? yeah no i i understand i'm really not empathetic to a lot of people i'm really empathetic to tom yeah and to you like i because yeah. i don't see a lot of people a lot and then yeah. you know i got my co-workers and stuff so i'll be like yeah. are you okay you know yeah but i try not to get involved but right. like people i'm really close to like i can tell over like the phone and yeah. stuff like that i can tell yeah crazy huh? well don't let the phone fool you sometimes i'm really distracted you know i have the attention span of a squirrel like you saw when yeah, i walked yeah. in yeah no it's it's fine like i can it's very i want to say it's obvious mm-hmm. but god damn it there's a balance there i'm fucking obvious no you're not obvious i'm not that I mean, makes me self-conscious <laughs> like everyone knows that i hate that that you what <laughs> that i hate the world you said you hate the world well already, i know though. but but not everyone listens oh so do people know that without <laughs> everybody hates the world oh okay that's like a normal thing nowadays it's normal i think so it's actually kind of sad great let's embrace that shit it's sad though you know because the world is such it's so fucking hopeless nowadays it it really is yeah isn't that a shame yeah it is you know we were talking about the nuclear bombs that they're talking about Oh yikes and you know what i said what honestly at this point take me the fuck out yeah like i'm tough yeah i'm sorry i don't care like right free me (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna say that's that's the hormones talking but yeah no i understand no like i want to be in that oil filled thing that we talked about in the reincarnation you're gonna be like the hills have eyes though what are you talking about why because nuclear war is scary it doesn't mean you're gonna die oh it isn't no oh i thought i just turned into ash i wish fuck all right never mind i take that back i mean if, if it's like in new york you probably get residual, but I, I don't think it would be like it, it would just be like cancer and really bad things to your oh, body. Oh, that's really sad. Yeah. See, yeah. I'm uneducated. I take no, that back. No, I mean, I know barely anything, but it like I watched a couple of things with Hiroshima and there was a couple of victims that they were near the atomic bomb that hit uh-huh. and they, they just they it's lived horrible. It's Fuck horrible. That. They live in misery and pain. It's really Fuck. bad. Yeah. Yeah. If that ever happens to me, take me out. Take me out. Even right. if I'm like that, shoot me in the head. Right. I don't want to deal with it. For real. I can't. For real. So anyways, let's talk about reincarnation, which I guess has to do with death. Yes. <laughs> and we're dying. On the, we are on the perfect topic. Yeah. Dying tragically. So if you're new here, this is our volume two for the topic of reincarnation. We first talked about the topic in file seven named We Do Not Want Ed Gein to Be Reincarnated. Facts. So, yeah (laughs) so take a listen to that one when you can but to give a quick definition for those that haven't listened to file seven reincarnation is also known as transmigration the movement of a soul into another body after death or metempsychosis the supposed transmigration at death of the soul of a human being or animal into a new body of the same or a different species Mm. 
I just took that one from the last episode because yep. it's basically the same. Reincarnation itself means the rebirth of a soul in a new body. Many religious people around the world believe in reincarnation, such as Hindus, Buddhists, and Sikhs. The stories I will be sharing today come from a book by Trutz Hardo called The 30 Most Convincing Cases of Reincarnation, written in 2008. Trutz Hardo is a German speaker and author who is a well-known expert on reincarnation and regression therapy in Germany. The first one is a warm-up into the insane stories we will be discussing today. He shares a story that his friend Tag, who is an author as well, shared with him one time at a book fair. This story was left anonymous with the real names of the people involved being changed. Oh, so, okay. okay. So I'm not really going to say any names. I just end up calling them like boy mm -hmm. or son or mm -hmm. whatever. This story involves a couple and their young son. Tag explains that the man was a scientist and that one of his books had become a national bestseller. The man owned many patents and his wife was also a scientist and an author. Mm. When they gave birth, they learned they had had a son and as the baby grew... They noticed he was obsessed with his father's Rolex watch. He wouldn't give up the watch, always reaching for it, and his first spoken word was mine as he looked and pointed at the watch. He had good taste. Right. <laughs> that baby was like, oh, listen, I know this worth. <laughs> yeah. He's like, daddy, give me a watch so I can pawn it. Put it in the will. Yeah, right? As his speech developed and his parents would call him by his name, he began pointing to himself and saying his name was actually Sonny. This was not the name he was given at birth by his parents. His parents gave up trying to get him to accept his given name and started to call him Sonny. And eventually, months later, he declared his name was Sonny Ray. He would say, me, Sonny Ray. So he would point at himself. Oh, it's the wow. cutest thing. His parents found this cute and his mother began calling him her little son Ray. As he grew and began to speak fluently, he began to tell his parents that he had a wife named Dawn and that he had lived with his wife in Texas. Wow. The parents also listened to classical music the most, but when the radio would play country and western songs, the boy would sing along and would even know the lyrics. Another thing that happened was when he was looking at a book with his mother about dogs, he pointed at one of the dog's pictures and said that was his dog, Willie who was a white spaniel. With all these random things that had been happening as their son grew, they never would have thought it was a case of reincarnation. They seemed to keep brushing it off and time continued and we skipped to the time the boy is seven years old and his parents have a successful career and are hosting a seminar in Texas. The husband started speaking to a woman who had attended the seminar and asks for her name. She says her name is Dawn Ray. <gasps> Finding this interesting, he continues by asking her if she was married. And Dawn tells him she was, but now she was a widow as her husband passed eight years earlier. No. Her late husband's name was Sonny Ray. No. <laughs> the couple is stunned by this information and invite Dawn Ray over to their hotel after the seminar, letting her know they have something very important to share with her. Did you own a white spaniel? Asked the wife once they were at the hotel. Dawn replies with... Oh, yes, that was our Willie. He and Sonny were inseparable. Dude, I would have dropped on the floor. I would have fainted. Yeah, oh, right? My it's too God. much for my brain Hell to comprehend, yeah. right? So as the parents told her about their son, who claimed to be a reincarnation of a Sonny Ray, Don was now also very interested in meeting the seven-year-old boy. His parents decided to fly him out of Texas, but didn't tell him why he was being flown out. All right. After his parents met with him at the airport two days later, the child and his parents drove to Don's home. The boy did not know where they were heading. They get to the door. Dawn opens the door to her home and the child looks up at her and his face lights up and he yells out, Dawn! <laughs> no. He immediately ran into her arms and gave her a kiss on her cheek as the woman stood there in a daze. 
Like, could you imagine that shit? That's nuts. Dawn, as stunned as she was, she was still questioning this whole thing and asked the boy if he recognized the home. The boy told her he didn't recognize the home. She then shared that this house was the new home she had moved into two years after Sonny had passed. So yeah, it made sense the boy wouldn't recognize the home. Mm -hmm. Then the boy asked her if she had kept his guitar this whole time. She was amazed and went over to one of her cupboards and took out a guitar and placed it on the lap of the boy as he outstretched his hands for the instrument. Wow. The size of the guitar was not appropriate for the child, but after a few tries, he began to play and sing a folk song. Dude. It's a mindfuck, isn't That's it? That's <laughs> nuts. <laughs> to his parents' knowledge, he had never learned to play guitar. Yeah, you don't just learn to play guitar No, secretly. he's a little piece of right. seven years like, old. Like, come on. He also started calling the lady Dawn as if he, was a, he wasn't a child. Like, he's like, hey, Dawn, you know, like, do this. Or, hey, Dawn, right, you know. Right, right. Like, he's, you know, usually be like, hey, miss something, yeah, right? right. But he's like, Dawn, my wife. <laughs> So he asked her for his Rolex watch and she said she had it stored in a box. Once everyone saw the watch, now it made sense why the boy was always asking his father for his Rolex watch. Mm. Sonny's watch and his father's Rolex were identical. The next item he questioned if Dawn still had in her possession was a camera. His parents didn't let her give him the camera right away. They asked him first. What did the camera look like? He described the camera and he also asked for his pipe and described it before it was brought out too. Both the camera and the pipe matched the description he had given them. That's fucking nuts. Crazy. The family this is crazy. It is, right? This is nuts. It is. It's I'm like I immediately yeah. when I read this story, I was like, I need to include it. Yes. It's mind blowing. Yeah. My mouth was open the whole time. I'm for like, real. It's just boom, boom, boom. It's right. just wow. Yeah. Crazy. So the family decided to let Dawn move in with them and live and take care of their son, who said was her reincarnated husband. Eventually she moved out from their home in California to New York. And the boy was now 14 years old and missed her so much that his parents allowed him to move to New York to live with Dawn. Uh, I don't know how I feel about that's that. That's a little little Yeah. Interesting there. But yeah. So that's all we know about the story. The story had me astounded the whole time. I wish we could find out who the real people are. Right. right? Because it's like an interview legit, with them. Yeah. It sounds legit. Mind blowing. Right. That's crazy. Right. I would love to see an episode yeah. of 2020 on this. What? I know. And I like how also like it wasn't made public. Because you know some people, they, they want the publicity, they right. want the money, they want the And then it makes you marketing. question the mm -hmm. reality yep. of it. You yep. know, how real is this? And this was just hush, hush. This was right. very confidential. Yeah. I would love to find out who it is. Because it, it says it's somebody who has crazy. a bestseller too. Like a, a book that's yeah. a bestseller. I wonder what year too this was in hmm. that's nuts though yeah that is crazy yeah that was a little warm-up into what we're getting into it's funny because my son asked me this morning so last night we were listening to the springfield three. Oh yeah i don't allow him to listen to our episodes but i allowed him to listen to that one because i always okay. teach him about being aware of his surroundings okay. and you know that kind of thing no that wasn't too no it wasn't know, too bad explicit. so right so i did let him listen to that with me while i was listening and he said so mommy you know because he knows i was recording today and he said so mommy what are you guys talking about tomorrow and i told him reincarnation he's like what's that and i explained to him and he's mm. like he was like what like that can happen because <laughs> wow. you know they they do believe in god okay he was like so how does jesus play into that role and i was like uh, that's where it gets challenging i was like honey that's something we can have a conversation about when you get a little bit yeah. older you know i was like eh, it's like breaking the glass yeah skirt you know? let's yeah. pump the brakes a little bit yeah we're talking about reincarnation <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah 
Wait, you got now. You got to read him my description. Yes. <laughs> I'll, Just be I'll, like, Christianity, unfortunately, doesn't believe in reincarnation. Right. But Hindus do, mm-hmm. Buddhists do. Right. I'm going to let him <laughs> listen to this uh, episode. You think so? That'd yeah. be awesome. Oh, yeah. Well, hi, little one, if you're listening. <laughs> It'll be like, was it futures past, futures present? I don't know. Yeah. One of those. No, I'm not sure. I don't know. <laughs> He's I, still little. He, He's still little. I mean, in age. Little baby. He's taller than you. I know, but still. Anybody who's like less than 15 years old is a baby to me now. I'm in my 30s. I know. I feel so old. <laughs> yeah. I saw this TikTok the other day of this young girl and she, her mom was really depressed and she like cleaned up her mom's whole room oh. and like really like went out of her way to help her mother. Okay. And I commented, I was like, what a nice young lady. And I was like, damn, that was some old people shit. <laughs> Like, cause she, so she's a young lady to me yeah. now. I'm like, holy fuck, yeah. I'm old. Yep. Yeah, yeah, we're old. Do you ever get called ma'am? I have been called ma'am, yeah. but it was by someone who lived in Mississippi, and they call everyone ma'am. Oh, all right. So yeah. it wasn't like a elderly yeah. type thing. Type, but I do get called miss. It wasn't like a 15 year old boy here no. opening the door and saying thank you, ma'am. No, no, no. I just I feel old because nobody cards me anymore when I go to a bar or order an alcoholic drink. Yeah, so. that's depressing. It is. When it happens, I'm like, yay. I, know I feel 20 years old. <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm drinking illegally. I'm, right? 20. I'm not even 21 Listen, yet. I was buying cigarettes at CVS when I was 14. So, Oh my gosh. They didn't crazy. card me. Yeah. And I didn't look old, but I was tall and, you know, I carried myself in a way that like yeah. I didn't seem like I was 14. So I was right. buying packs of new ones. Damn. <laughs> you know, kids, kids have too much access to these things. I remember everybody I hung out with smoked. Yeah. They all smoked cigarettes. Everybody. Yeah. 15 year old smoking all right. the time. Crazy. Grandpa got the carton. You'd go take a pack. <laughs> he wouldn't even notice. Yikes. <laughs> wow. What's the next story? So my second story of reincarnation is that of reunited lovers from a past life. What? And it will feature two different couples and how karma comes into play when it comes to reincarnation. Oh. Yeah. First, we introduce someone we will call Lillian, who was at a horse farm and was in the stalls choosing a horse to take out for a ride. In the stalls was a young man and she immediately felt close to him. Like she just looked at him. She called him Wesley. The name randomly came into her head. He looked at her and replied, Lillian. They formed a platonic relationship and they assumed the reason they felt so close and knew those two names were because they may have known each other in a past life. Mm-hmm. At this point, this was an assumption, but they continued their relationship calling each other by these names. Was this their names? These were their names? I or? think they had different names okay. in the present life, but for some reason when they saw each other... It, it like, registered? Yeah, exactly. Okay. It triggered some kind of memory. Then one night, the woman had a horrible nightmare that she felt was so vivid It had to be some type of regressed memory. Hmm. In the nightmare, she was a young woman in the 18th century in South Dakota. She is seeing her husband at the time standing in front of her, looking extremely angry down at her. The husband seemed to be angry because he found out she had an affair with another man. And in his rage, he threw an oil lamp at her. She caught fire and burned to death. God damn. Yeah, it it escalated really quickly. She saw her soul ascending above her dead body. And saw as the lover ran towards the house. But by this point, it was too late. The flames were now out of control and everything was on fire. She saw Wesley going to fetch his gun and shooting her husband in the stomach. She continued to see everything occurring in that period, including watching Wesley being hung as punishment for murdering her husband. She was freaked out by this nightmare and then things got even more complicated when it turns out that Wesley 
in his present life the same morning awoke from a terrible nightmare as well. His parents recall hearing him call out the name Lillian in his sleep. In the nightmare, he recalls seeing himself rescuing Lillian from a fire. Turns out both of them were married to different people in their current lives and kept their meetings a secret. So it's almost like mm-hmm. repeating that again, mm-hmm. right? Sort of repeating some of their past life events. There wasn't any other information on whether they were seeing each other in a romantic way, but I assume... They kept their relationship platonic as it was stated in the beginning. So that was the first hmm. story there. We follow that story with this one of two people, John and Allison, who met in 1967 and they immediately felt attracted to each other. Their relationship moved fast after this and before long they were married and living together. One evening as they sat on their bed staring at each other, John had a vision. Allison's face changed into a different appearance and everything in the room changed as well. He now saw himself and his wife wrapped in old-fashioned clothes, walls were draped with carpets, and he was able to tell they were in England in the Middle Ages now. Hmm. Both were in love with each other, but the girl was already part of an arranged marriage set up by her parents. That sucks. Yeah. The girl was so distraught by the arranged marriage that she chose to poison herself instead. Damn. The boy was so devastated that he left England altogether and joined the armies of the time, attempting to meet his own death. He was unsuccessful and at the end of his military career, returned back to England and lived out the rest of his life as a monk in a monastery. The vision only lasted minutes, but to John, it seemed like he had watched the whole movie. To John, it all made sense now. They needed to complete in this current life what they left incomplete in their past life. So now we can bring in karma and how it comes full circle in some of our lifetimes due to lessons that still need to be learned or karmic debt still having to be paid. Hmm. The author was able to interpret that as a regression therapist. He often observed that the spiritual and physical suffering of his clients seemed to stem from past lives in which they were the cause of someone else's pain and suffering. So for this story, it is interpreted that Allison may have been the person who had initially denied her own daughter from marrying the man she loved and her daughter taking her own life as well. It is assumed John was the father of this daughter. So to quote Mr. Hardo, the author, As human beings, we only seem to understand God's laws by experiencing precisely that which we inflict on others. This law of karmic debts serve our spiritual development. It is always just and has nothing to do with punishment. Its sole function is to help us realize and understand things through experience. Whatever situation that we have to deal with in our present life can often be traced back to karmic debts. Karma can also work itself out in a positive way. If, for instance, someone did something very good in the sense of God's laws, he can then reap the rewards in his present life. Whatever we do to another in thought, word, or deed will return to us in equal measures. If you want to have a blessed, peaceful future life, then you must see it that you are loving to others in thought, word, and deed in this life. God damn, I'm fucked. Because I'd be thinking so much. Like, I could understand, like, deed. Like, yeah, like, be a good person. Like, just because I hate people that doesn't mean that I'm a mean person. Like, I'm yeah. very nice and I'm, yeah, you're very I'm nice. kind to people. Yeah. You would never know. Right. I can't think about it. That's what he said. In thought. You got to be... You're not perfect. Nobody's perfect. Everybody's got anger. So, yeah. it kind of brings me back to, like, our first story where I'm like, oh, my God. Karma's real. First of all, I'm a big believer in karma. Yeah. Like, 100%. Like, I paid karma. Like, I had so much 
karma Mm. up until i would say about 2015 2016 like i was repaying a lot paid a lot of debts i did like i was reaping what i sold Mm -hmm. and he's right like it does teach you not through punishment it 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 teaches you a lesson Mm -hmm. because you can relate oh this is happening probably because of this and it's not punishment it's 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 like character growth in a way right like you're not I noticed like some of the things that I were that I was doing that were wrong. I didn't even know they were wrong. Okay. It's just I didn't have that guidance to know that they were wrong. It's crazy because I think back and I'm like, damn, like I didn't really think that was that serious. And I look back now and I'm like, wow, like wow. I actually did that. You know what I mean? Right, right. And um, and it's like to to have to deal with karma because of that. That's what taught me because yeah. nothing else did. You know, okay. so I think karma is important. I believe in karma 110%. Yeah. That's why now, you know, how I used to have like anger problems and things like that. I don't even bother because I know karma mm-hmm. and I know karma will definitely do what it needs to do. It's not my doing. I don't it, need to yeah. do anything. Karma's going to do it. You know, it always, uh, it always comes back around. Yeah. yeah. Karma's crazy. It's kind of scary to think about. Yeah. And then it follows you too. It follows you into your next life. In your next life. In your next life. In your next life. I just want to be a cat. Yeah, right? Right? Just let me be a cute little cat. I know. Oh, yeah. Did I tell you in person about that Sphinx cat? I didn't tell you, right? I just told you via text. Yeah. He was so cute. I wish I was there. You would have loved that Sphinx cat so much. I love cats. He was so cute. Yeah. His name was Oliver. That's so cute. I don't know why every animal that I meet is named Oliver is like the best animal ever. Yeah. I need to get a, an animal. I don't know what. An orange an one. An orange cat. Oh, my God. Well, we want a Maine Coon. Maybe we'll name him Oliver. I want an and orange cat. he'd be the cat. best. So bad. An orange tabby. Yeah, they're just they're so, so cute. cute. You know the, the, the pictures I've been sending you lately <laughs> of that cat? The, the, the Catherine Knight cat? I love those kids. When they make those faces, <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, let me kiss you yeah. on the mouth. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's so cute. Let me kiss you. Like, I get all crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I love oh. those. I love cats. They got so stinky much. breasts, though. I don't care. No. Let me I love cats. Right on your face. Right on your face. In the front of your face. I kiss body on the forehead all the time. I'm like, mmm. Yeah. I Ace, I, I annoy Ace. I definitely annoy that cat. Because mm-hmm. he likes his dad more. Oh. Like, yesterday he came home. And uh, so Ace wasn't pleased that dad came in and didn't acknowledge him like oh. the cat was like yeah like yeah. i'm down here why yeah. aren't you paying i'm like yeah. dude you never do that for me wow. like fuck you <laughs> yeah. you wonder, don't demand my attention i like wonder that. if he's like please stop no please <gasps> well, sit with me that's instead. exactly what that was yeah that's yeah. totally what that was lynn does that all the time like me and Tom will like start like fooling around. We're just uh-huh. yelling at each other, mm-hmm. you know, like playfully, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. arguing. We're not really arguing. Mm-hmm. And the cat's like, he gets right in between it. He's like, ah, ah, oh, that's so ah. cute. I've never heard him yell. I've <laughs> never heard him yell. He gets so stressed out. He's like, really? Please. He's like, it's like he's saying, he's like, please don't get a divorce. Please, I don't know who to pick. Please. Oh my god, <laughs> he gets crazy. That's crazy. And we're like, we, we're like, see, now Calm we're down. We're like, right. I'm like, we're playing. We're playing around. We're play- we literally have to talk to the cat and be like, it's okay. <laughs> How did we get on cats? Oh, because I said I want to come back as a cat. As a cat. And then I mentioned the Sphinx. Yeah. At least we remember how we're getting off track We're getting, We're getting better. Yeah, we're getting better. We're getting better. We're mapping. (laughs) Now we will be exploring a story that came to light during the 1920s. Ooh. A doctor by the name Arnold Bloxham lived in Wales 
so Wales, England. Yes. And was well known for his work with hypnotism. He was able to hypnotize people who were undergoing dental procedures, so this would allow the patient to experience a pain-free process. Wow. He was also known as a regression sex therapist and even had a TV program. He was able to lead people on his show into their past lives by hypnotizing them. He was able to hypnotize a woman by the name Jane Evans. In one of her hypnotic sessions, she introduced herself as Rebecca, who was a wife of a bank manager named Joseph. The year was 1190. Wow. And Joseph and his family were living in York. So I guess York, England. Wait, 1190? They yeah. had banks back then? When the hell was 1190? I don't know. I can't I'm even I'm guessing process. it's not like the real... Like, it's not like a bank like how it's now. It's probably some kind of other... Bank. Like, <laughs> like less progressive bank. 1190. I don't know. Yeah, it was a while ago. I can't even process that. Yeah. Holy shit. I know. I, that's why this story gets... Okay, so Rebecca crazy. and Joseph. So Rebecca and Joseph living their best lives in York. She recalled the fear she felt... Oh, that's right. They're not living their best lives. She recalled the fear she felt as a Jew during this time. There had been protests against Jews due to the fact that there had been a plague that hit the area a year prior and 200 Christians ended up dying. No Jews were affected, so of course this led to hostility towards them. Jews were forced to wear a yellow disc on their chest as identification and were blamed for the death of 200 Christians with the assumption that they had poisoned the well. Hmm. As hostilities in the area grew, Jewish people decided to barricade their houses and eventually decided it was better to just flee. Before you know it, there were more anti-Jew protests and Jews were now being murdered. There was a man who owed Joseph a lot of money and because there was such an anti-Jew movement happening, this man decided to break into his home, into Joseph's house, with several other men in hopes of killing Joseph. That way the debt would be erased. There was a castle that had promised Jews in the area protection. Joseph's family were able to escape and reach the castle. That's scary. It, it's fucking frustrating. Like, Jews keep getting attacked. Like, you just keep hearing all this shit. When I first read the the title of this story in the book, I was like, oh, this gotta be the Holocaust. No, it's like a completely different fucking period. Mm-hmm. And it's still all this fucking crazy hostility. Mm-hmm. There was So, yeah, there was a castle that had promised Jews in the area protection. So Joseph's family, they were able to escape and reach the castle. Once at the castle, the castle warden only opened the outside gate, keeping the actual gates to the castle closed. So now the family, along with other Jews, were stuck in between the inner and outer walls of the castle. They remained in between the castle gates for several days, and a mob formed outside the castle and began shouting, kill the Jews. So wait, did they actually trap them? That wasn't... Yeah. So that yeah. wasn't to... Help no, them. No. It was some kind of trap. Yeah. Oh my God. Believing they had no other option, the families decided to kill each other instead. The children were killed first, then the women, and then the men. Joseph, though, had been able to bribe someone from the castle to show him a secret passage that was able to bring him and his family outside the town gates. Once out, the family hid in a church, and Joseph and his son took the priest and the verger from the church prisoner. But the family hadn't eaten in days, and so they went out to find food nearby. They left Rebecca and their daughter alone in the church. Rebecca now heard horses approaching the church, and so she hid herself and her daughter in a crypt below the altar. The horsemen came in to the church and freed the priest, and he showed them where the women were hiding. (gasps) Rebecca and her daughter were murdered in the crypt by these awful human beings. The doctor remembers watching Jane during the hypnotism session and how she 
was reacting as she relived this horrible past life tragedy. She was screaming, please spare Rachel's life. Please, please spare her. It's hard to pinpoint where imagination and reality meet. It can't be possible that everyone who goes through these past life regression sessions is a prime actor, right? Yeah. Well, to make this event even more intriguing, it was discovered that the church that Jane had mentioned Rebecca and her daughter had died in was a real church, and they were able to also locate the crypt. The local historian by the name Professor Dobson was also provided the recording of Rebecca's descriptions of the events, and he was able to confirm the time and events described by Jane were historically accurate. Holy crap. It was shared that the historian was very impressed with her detailed accounts of the events because... Let's say, yeah, she had read books on the massacre, right? That's how she was able to share such a story. But in reality, it was known that some of the details she gave were so detailed and knowledgeable. It was impossible she learned the information from books due to the fact that most of the information on this tragic event were not published and the information was accessible strictly by historians. Wow. So there was no way for her to know all this right. shit. So to conclude this story, Dr. Bloxham is quoted stating... When I question people about the historical period that they have just relived, I often discovered that they knew practically nothing about that particular time in history. Most of these people were very simple folks in their past life, mostly uneducated and with little interest in politics or events taking place in the rest of the world. They were only able to talk about these historical events related to the suffering they experienced in that life. I wonder why we seem to mostly recall trauma in our lives, specifically in our past lives. It made me think of how in our present lives, when we have trauma or any bad memories, we tend to naturally store them away so deep down in our subconscious that we may end up forgetting about them for a long time mm -hmm. until something or someone triggers them. Yeah. It felt very similar to me when it came down to hypnosis and past life. It's like an ignition into past life trauma. So let us know what you think of these stories of reincarnation. And if you have any stories to share as well, we are very interested. Do you feel like if you had the opportunity that you would want to do a past life regression? I'd like to. I think that'd be right? interesting. To find out? Yeah. I'd be interested to I'm know. interested. I've always felt like I, you know, we've mentioned things before. And I've, yeah. I have a lot of very, uh, very like senses. Mm -hmm. Like they're very obvious senses of like parts of the world and things I like and things like that. So I'm like, mm -hmm. I wonder where that comes from. Where if those come into play. Mm-hmm. And don't you have a fear? What is it of? Decapitation. Oh, it's decapitation. Yeah. Okay. Decapitation. And I fear alligators, right? I don't that's know why. So <laughs> right. But maybe it's from a past life. That's like your boyfriend with the it. sharks. I fucking hate it. Yeah. Like, and him too. He, you know, we were we were watching Titanic last Saturday. Uh -huh. And we were we were sitting there and he, he gets so uncomfortable just watching anything like that because he's, he's afraid of. Because the sharks. Sharks and boats and the ocean and stuff. And it's like, he says the same thing. That maybe I. I drowned on a boat. And I was like, maybe you drowned in the Titanic. Right. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe you got attacked by a crazy. Herc. Yikes. I have a fear of heights. That's a common one. And I wonder because it's more frequent than you think that people die by like either mm -hmm. falling off a cliff accident mm -hmm. accidentally or mm -hmm. committing suicide or, or mm -hmm. something. Yep. Something happening. Like I get when height. I like I get stuck. When I'm like up high, like mm -hmm. I feel like I can't move. It's Ooh, crazy. I know. I, I get the same way. Yeah. I'm like, it, it feels like you're so close to death. Like you don't even want to yeah. exhale. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I get that way too. Yeah. I don't, I'm not really good on heights. I don't really like it, but I'm never, I don't hike or anything. So yeah. I don't really deal no, with it too either. much. 
I'm too clumsy. My ass will definitely trip and fall off a cliff. I'm, I'm too fucking lazy. <laughs> but, that too. But I'd love to skydive or something. What? One day. Yeah. Hell no. Hell yeah. My boyfriend wants to do that. I told him yeah. you are on your own. My heart would literally stop. Yeah. When my back is better, I'm going to skydive somewhere. Oh, fuck that. Hell yeah. Fuck that. My Hell heart, yeah. I would die yeah. in the air. Like you, my no, heart you would stop. No. Not even kidding. Oh my god. I would be the person that dies in the air. Like well, I can feel it now. You like, just probably pass out. Yeah. Yeah, you probably pass out. Yeah. It'd be a great video to have though. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you pass out. With, with your my mouth. lips flapping. Yeah, with your lips flapping. Everybody's lips Stop with the noises. <laughs> come come for the ADHD, stay for the noises. Right. <laughs> I would like to look into the past life regressions yeah, though. If that yeah. guy's still alive, maybe we should take a flight over to Germany. Oh yeah, I think he he's old now. I think though, oh, I don't know it. if he's still doing anything. But all right, well, reach out to us if you're I'm a past sure. life regressionist. I know, right? But don't be a BSer because I can tell. <laughs> oh, we're gonna Google you and yeah. read the fucking Yelps, okay? I, I don't want no BSers. No, I want the real thing. Yeah, just like psychics. We're doing know? our research, just like yeah. we do every week. So don't even try and play. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> All right, well, guys, listen to us on Spotify. Listen to us on Apple Podcast. Follow us on Instagram. Rate, review, and subscribe. All right, well, thank you again for sticking around for the Demented Files. And uh, yeah, catch us on the next one. Peace. Bye.